0: Girlfriends, episode number 231, Sharing Conversion Stories with Rachel Smith. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. This week we are sharing a special conversation that I had with a new friend, Rachel Smith, about people's conversion stories and the importance of sharing them. Can't wait to share this with you. Let's get started. Hey, girlfriends. How are you? Thanks for joining me for the newest episode of the Girlfriends Podcast. Glad you are here. If you are a first-time listener, I want to give you a special welcome. Glad you are joining us. Glad you are checking out the Girlfriends Podcast. I hope you're going to enjoy becoming a member of this prayerful, faith-filled community of women. I hope that your summer is going well, wherever you are, wherever this summertime is finding you. We're having a very different kind of summer here in the Bean household, as I think probably most people are, because everything's canceled. (laughs) Everything. There's no camp. There's no sports. There's nothing. No swimming lessons. Um, You know, even here in our little tiny town in New Hampshire, uh, some of the basketball courts are still locked up, and our boys aren't even able to, you know, go and play with each other. So, um, it's a different kind of summer, and I'm trying to focus on the positives of it, and I hope you're able to do that as well, because there are positives. Sort of an old-fashioned summer is what it feels like to me, and um, I've been reconnecting with my family in outdoor spaces, which is nice, because we do have that warmer weather, and we're able to do that, and um, I shared on Instagram a little ways back uh, the deck that my husband built me. So we've for sure been spending time outside out there enjoying the brief summer weather that we have here in New Hampshire. But I'd love to hear from you. What are some of the unique ways that you are enjoying this different kind of summer this year? What are some of the activities that you're engaging in uh, individually as a family? What are your kids doing? I'd love to share some of your feedback and your ideas. I'm thinking about putting together a show in the next couple of weeks on the topic of the different kinds of activities that we are engaged in this summer, which might be different from previous summers. So if you have any feedback along those lines to share with me, send me an email, danielle at daniellebean.com. If you really love me, send me a voice memo. You can just do it on your phone and email it to me at that same email address, danielle at daniellebean.com. Because you know what? I love adding your voice to this show because you're an important part of the show. And if I can have more than just my voice in it, I love it. And so, speaking of having other voices on the show, today's guest is Rachel Smith. I'm looking forward to sharing this conversation that I had with her. I recently made this connection with Rachel because I'm going to be on her podcast uh, toward the end of the month. But I loved our conversation so much. I thought I want to share this person and the unique work that she is doing on her podcast with my friends at Girlfriends. So, looking forward to sharing this with you. Take a listen. Hey, everybody. I am excited to be welcoming a special guest. My new friend, Rachel Smith, is joining us here today. Now, I'm just going to tell you just a little bit about her, but you're mostly going to learn about Rachel through our conversation today. So Rachel Smith is a 27-year-old who recently had a deep reversion back to her Catholic faith as a result of a series of personal and intimate encounters with the living God. Her journey sparked the Holy Spirit within her, which led her to start a new podcast to grow good To Grow Good is a podcast of conversion stories, a place to reveal personal encounters with God. You can go to togrowgood.com to learn more. But first, we're going to get to know a little bit more about Rachel right here on Girlfriends. Welcome, Rachel. Glad you're joining us.
1: Hi, Danielle. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I am thrilled to have you here. So the two of us uh, already had a chat because uh, coming up in about a week or so, I'm going to be on your podcast. So people will go and check out that conversation over at togrowgood.com. But to get us started, maybe just share a little bit about uh, that personal encounter with God, the series of personal encounters that led you to begin this ministry in the first place.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like to to do that i really have to share just my own yes story and how i even came to know christ as you know personally and so that really begins i grew up catholic so i grew up um doing kind of all the normal catholic things we would go to mass every sunday Um, we would pray before meals, we would pray um, before bedtime, I remember. And it's funny how those things, they just they stick out and they stick with you. Even, even when I um, later on, you know, fell away from my faith, I still could remember those times as a child, um, Mm -hmm. praying together. And I think that that's just so powerful. Um, And it's just a testament to prayer. But, but yeah, so then I, really as we grew up, I think it was that battle between the flesh and the spirit basically playing out in our family. And just, you know, as you get older, the things of the world start to creep into your family life. Um, different mm-hmm. commitments come up on the weekends. And we're also becoming our own people. They're growing up and um, making our own decisions. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of that was happening and in, in high school for me. Um, and I started to kind of fall away um, even though I always believed, I just kind of never, it never really sunk in beyond, um, it's kind of a knowledge of knowing, but never really applicable to my daily life. Right. And so I went off to college and I ended up going to Syracuse University, which was awesome. I mean, they had a great program for um, PR, which is what I ended up studying, public relations. And mm-hmm. I, But at the same time, it was just so easy at that point to just go with what the world was giving me and and trying to keep up with it all. Honestly, I moved five hours away from the small tiny town I had grown up in, my my community, my family. And I was in first time really on my own in this totally new place. And I was really just trying to keep my head above the water. And for some reason it never occurred to me to fall back on my faith. And I kind of wish that it had, but Mm God has a plan, and is uh, <laughs> definitely His timing. It works out um, because, yeah. So I kind of just went along with the world. Had a great time at Syracuse, but totally had fallen away from my faith. I wasn't going to mass every Sunday, um, and I still believed in these things, but um, it was kind of more of a distant belief. And then, um, then I got a job. Ended up graduating, getting a job in downtown Boston where I was living and working, I got this agency job, I was right downtown, uh, I had basically done everything that the world had led me up to, to that point. And mm-hmm. I remember feeling like something was missing. I was mm-hmm. just like unfulfilled. And I think, I, I remember I came across the quote um, by St. Augustine, I think it is, but that my heart is restless until it rests in you. Right. and. I remember the first time I read that and I was like, that is what I was experiencing because (laughs) I just had a restless heart. Something was missing and I couldn't place it. And so I remember one time I was on the tea on my commute um, into the city and I hated my commute. It was like everybody was just packing into the tea, and uh, it was always just so stressful in the mornings. And I remember just thinking to myself, um, is this all there is? Because if I'm going to do this for the next like 50 years or something, like I am just going to be so (laughs) just worn out and just so bored. I remember literally (laughs) saying bored. And it's so funny how God works because I didn't see that as a prayer at the time, but that was a prayer. That was was my first prayer and (laughs) first real prayer. I mean, I had Mm -hmm. gone to mass and I would pray, but this was, and I, you know, I would pray for intentions growing up and things like that. But this was the first like I need help sort of prayer and mm-hmm. um and I just felt a response. I don't know how else to explain it, but I felt this knowing that there was something more and that I was yeah. missing it. Um and I didn't even necessarily know right at the time like oh it's the Catholic Church. Like right. I just like knew that there was something and something had happened like in my heart. Um it was like a shift of a heart and um And that's really what I can now identify as, like, the little tiny crack in the door that I gave him. Um, And that was when, really, I started seeking answers. Mm -hmm. And it all began um, with um, feminism, Catholic feminism, and finding – uh, the Catholic Feminist podcast was a huge part of my story, just like beginning to search. I remember at one point, yeah, I literally Googled Catholicism and feminism in one search. because
0: I was <laughs> like, Can these oh, some things? good Edith Stein came up there. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah,
1: exactly. Praise God. Uh, yeah. I, Claire at the Catholic Feminist came up, a bunch of a feminist genius, feminine Genius came up, um, so many things that I was seeking so deeply, and he just gave me the answers, um, and that's really what started this journey of seeking for a few years, um, and then it wasn't until just recently that I had been just binging on Catholic content. Like, I was... <laughs> anything I could get my hands on, trying to just, it was, it was answering these things. And then I would have thoughts in my head and the next day I would somehow find the answer wow. somehow. Like it was yeah. totally the Holy spirit working, but, of course. um, I hadn't really identified it as that just yet for a while. Um, and then, yeah, I remember listening to so many powerful, amazing women, Catholic women, just talking about their prayer life and this relationship with God and this relationship with, um, Jesus that really, um, leads their life. Like they receive from him before they, you know, and I just loved that whole idea of being guided by God. I was like, yes, this is it. Like this Mm -hmm. is right. And, uh, and they would say, pray every day, you know, my daily prayer, my daily prayer, like that's how it all Uh, works. And I was like, maybe I should try that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's try that pray every day thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so that's when it really all started to to just be on fire for me. I opened, I remember I opened um, Matthew and I started reading for Mm -hmm. five minutes, literally five minutes a day, five minutes in the morning before I would leave for work. And it was just rocking my world, just rocking my heart, transforming oh, man. so many things. Um, and I remember it started with five minutes and very quickly I wanted longer. So I mm-hmm. started waking up earlier to spend wow. more time. And then and then it started playing out in things in my life where he would put people in my life um, or different circumstances would happen. I would read something that morning and then that day come across something that would bring that scripture back to mind you know like those sort of things you're just like this is crazy (laughs) you know like (laughs) this is real (laughs) and then uh yeah so then it that led naturally for me to go back to the sacraments and went to confession for the first time in so long um and then I started what was that like were you
0: nerve-wracked when you were gonna do
1: that yeah yes (laughs) very very uh but it was so um so freeing after Mm -hmm. and just receiving the Eucharist in a brand new way, uh, where you, I actually realized what it was that I was receiving and, um, had this like deep desire for it. Um, Mm -hmm. and I started going to daily mass, uh, and spending time in adoration and doing all these things that just from the (laughs) other side, I would look at people like that and be like, oh my gosh, they're like, so either like nuns or like, I don't even know, you know what I mean? 27 year
0: old church lady.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then I, I wanted to do it and I, I wanted to be going to mass. I wanted to be going to adoration. I love, I love the sacrament of confession. It's, it's just all such a gift. Um, and, and Mm -hmm. yeah, and my prayer time is just, I would, have conversations with with Jesus, and that's that's really what it all is. It's it's not, I think, so much from growing up. Uh, I had internalized a lot. People hadn't necessarily told me this, but like we we learned prayers, and I kind of mm-hmm. thought, okay, this is the only way you pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's beautiful. The prayers are are amazing, and they I love like um, the Rosary now. It's just so uh, I love it. But at the same time where I was, I thought that you could only say like a Hail Mary or an Our Father. And like that <laughs> yeah, was the only That thing. idea of
0: personal prayer was foreign to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that you share that you started
0: with just five minutes a day because that's something we talk about a lot here on the podcast is that if, you, if you're at, you know, step number one with your daily prayer life, just start there. And then it does grow from there and that God's going to work with you with that one little step that you take toward him. What a beautiful story of the Holy Spirit inspiring you. But then how did that lead to you deciding to do the podcast which is really focused on people's personal stories?
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's actually perfect how you just explained that because I remember in Matthew reading the scripture about seeds. Mm-hmm. Um and just no it was like again a knowing that that identifying so much that that is exactly what was happening to me. Mm -hmm. It was this tiny seed that had been planted that day on my commute into into work that Mm -hmm. then he had just grown and grown and grown to the point where now I'm spending five minutes a day or 20 minutes a day and then it just kept growing with him. And I just, when I would read that scripture about seeds, I I so identified it with my own conversion, my own story, Um, and realizing how he had placed things and watered certain things, for example, and and that had had grown to then give life to something new in in my life. Um, And so, yeah, so I identified with that so much. And then also... Uh, my grandfather actually, he was a huge inspiration for me. He was very devout in his faith and he spent so much time with us as kids, really teaching us um, what it meant to love Christ and, mm-hmm. and follow Christ. And again, that's the sort of things, I mean, he's since passed away, but those are the sort of things that stay with you. Yeah. And one of his last conversations with me, and this was at a time when I was at school and at university and I was like, away from my faith. And he didn't even bring up the faith in the conversation, but he talked about how life is like planting seeds
2: Uh and that
1: you water the seeds um, to where you care for in your life and, and that grows into Like fruit or trees. Mm -hmm. And really, now I realize he was pulling from scripture, but he hadn't even brought any of that up. But it's so beautiful how years later, after he had passed, I'm coming up to Matthew and I'm reading the scripture and it's all starting to click in my head. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then and at the same time, I had become obsessed with conversion stories. I just mm-hmm. wanted to find these people that I was hearing, um, these amazing Catholic women that I was listening to. I just couldn't help but wonder, how did you get there? You know, like, right. where? how are you so in love with Jesus? You know, like, at some point, you had to have had what I'm kind of going through right now, where you realize, you know, you come to know him. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I started searching for them as everywhere I could. And finally, I remember one time in prayer, um, it had basically come to a head where I realized all this was true. I realized Jesus was real and he was interacting with me. And I remember asking him in prayer, just, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know, mm-hmm. like, how, what do you want me to do? Like I, I need a mission. <laughs> right. and uh, and I remember it just came to me, this idea for the podcast with the seeds and the growing and everything. Um, and, yeah, and so that is how it came about. It took me a few months from there to like get up the yeah. curtain. actually <laughs> to start to do it, but but so now, yes, it's called "To Grow Good. It's a podcast, and every episode shares someone's story. Um, like the one I just shared with you, my own story, right? Right. It shares their story of how they came to know Jesus and, um, how he worked through people in their life, um, circumstances in their life. Uh, whether it was the sacraments or um, he can work through anything I'm finding. Right. And it's yes. just so amazing to Isn't hear encouraging? all these that. people's stories. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah,
0: so I love it. So I've listened to several episodes. So it's newly launched, right? So people can check it out at togrowgood.com. And what I love about it is that all these different stories, like each person has such a depth of experience with God in their own unique and personal way. And sometimes you'll come away from it being encouraged because you share a lot in common with that person's particular experience. But then sometimes it's so very different from your own experience that I find that's encouraging too, because you just learn just how big God is.
1: Totally. Yes. And I I feel like it's so funny. I had this like, like how it so often is I'm finding, but I had this one vision of what it was going to be or what he was trying to do with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And and now I'm realizing just all the ways he's working through it in in yeah. these bigger ways I had never even considered. Like you were saying, like – you know, you realizing how different everyone's story is and how mm-hmm. he works through all these things, just so beyond anything I could have ever dreamed up for it. And it's, it's right. been a beautiful to watch it like unfold.
0: I love that. And and I love that you brings this fresh, young enthusiasm to everything that you do. So you you mentioned that you're 27 and, and I love this because I, I love that I'm at the point in my life now where I can be like doing interviews with people who are my kids' ages, right? So. <laughs> My daughter's twenty five, and I, I just I love um, connecting with people in in your age group. So let's talk about that a little bit because that's a unique challenge inside of the church today. That um, what are what are some of the issues that you think you are are unique perhaps to people of your generation?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's such a good question. Um... I feel like there's so many ways you can answer that, but uh, for me, in my own experience, because that's really what I know best, is mm-hmm. just where I grew up, um, we didn't have a youth group. We didn't have any sort of youth ministry going on. Um, we didn't have any sort of women's groups, or um, specifically, I remember going to CCD, which was which was good. That's really how I learned a lot. but um i also remember it just lacking in the sense that you know you go to mass and you see the father which is beautiful the priesthood it's beautiful mm-hmm. and you see jesus which is beautiful um and it's it's so powerful but i think what was missing for me is i internalized a lot of that mm-hmm. and i remember thinking there's no place for women in the church i just remember thinking like oh, where are the women mm-hmm. and i remember wrestling a little bit when I was younger with Mary, because the only time she was ever brought up was when she was giving birth to Jesus, and which now I realize like the incredible power of that. But at the time, you know, as a child and you're growing up, The only time a woman is being mentioned is like when she's bringing this man into the world and so it was very like okay (laughs) that's great but like i don't get it and so it wasn't until i really yeah i came across the feminine genius theology of the body Mm -hmm. humana like all these just powerful beautiful truths about how the church reveres and just loves and Mm -hmm. the, the beauty and the power of women um and how Mary, like, steps on the neck of Satan, you know, and the snake, and just, oh, I love it, but (laughs) that was missing. That was something that we didn't talk about ever, um, and I think, unfortunately, just because of the way, um, yeah, everything is, is, uh, if we don't explain Mary, if we don't explain that, that beauty of femininity, Mm -hmm. um, it can be lost for a lot of young girls. And so right. that's something that I'm definitely passionate about now is, is trying to spread that um, with others.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think the podcast is a great way that you're able to do that and kind of make those kinds of connections. Um, but I'm curious about your, your experience in real life, making real life connections with other people who share your faith. So you had your own network of friends, right, before you had this conversion. And so what was that like? And how has it been for you making connections inside of the church since that time of your reversion?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's another great question. Um, yes, that has definitely been a a challenge. You know, it's something that I'm trying to navigate now Mm -hmm. is, uh, obviously when you have this incredible reversion and realize all these truths, um, that life that you had is still, you know, it's still there. Uh, and it what, it is amazing. I mean, I have such good friends. I have such great family and everything. Um, and it's trying to reconcile, right, now how do I navigate this? Knowing right. these truths now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yeah. So I'm still, I'm still, yeah, have all my dear friends. It's been actually really fun to watch the Holy Spirit working through that too. Just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being willing to share these things when it, when the time is right and knowing, you know, when, when God wants me to share it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just watching the responses that can come from it and how, how beautiful it is. Cause I think a lot of times fear can be paralyzing. Sure. Um, and it's amazing how, when you do step out of the boat, how God will answer, uh, and respond and, and it's in a good way. And all of these negative thoughts you had it's mm-hmm. like, why did I even think that? You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. <laughs> I was, like, it's so like, worried. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what I, part of what I'm experiencing now. And then the other side of it is, um, God actually, yeah, He answers prayers. So in ways that you wouldn't expect. And I remember when I was coming to, I was reading this scripture. I just all of a sudden had this deep desire to like talk about scripture with other women, mm-hmm. especially other women my age and i was like i don't know how that's going to happen because <laughs> i'm like i don't know any catholic woman in my life right. except for like my mom and my my sister and my family but um i remember praying like lord like will you bring catholic women into my life mm-hmm. um and that was when i started seeking like a bible study or something like that uh, yeah. that was catholic um around me and i actually walked into one 30 minutes away uh, because that was the only one i could find and i walk in and i meet a young woman who is from the town that i live in oh and she's like i drove 30 minutes because i'm looking for a bible study and oh i was goodness. like holy spirit like thank you <laughs> i mean it's just it's just so beautiful and so then we started going to that one and long story short but we ended up starting our own bible study where we live now and it's so great. growing we have like 55 women on our email list now, it's crazy, but it's just amazing how, when you let God lead, what Mm -hmm. the plans he has. Yeah. Right.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that you share the success that you had in stepping out a little bit outside your comfort zone, going, you know, making that move and going there and that the Holy Spirit showed up. But I want to talk a little bit about your, your personal life a little because you're newlywed. And, um, so you and your husband were married less than a year ago. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how has, how has being married changed your faith life or, I mean, has it? Because I know that for me, for sure, with regard to like the feminine genius, part of how I come to understand that is through my relationship with my husband and the ways in which he's different from me. I wonder if you've experienced Mm -hmm. any of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the beauty of the vocation is something that I had, again, never realized or really thought much about. Um, Mm -hmm. But coming into my faith and and learning about that has just been so beautiful. How how basically this is like my way to learn how to love better in the world. And it's just playing, coming to that truth, to realize that truth, um, and then trying to act that out (laughs) in my life with my husband uh, is something that has been, yeah, I mean, it's amazing and it's, it's a goal. It's something that now I can strive toward. Whereas before I think it was just kind of like a passive thing that you kind of go about doing, but now it's actually like striving to be better and thinking of ways that I can love him better, um, be there for him better. Mm -hmm. Um, it's added a whole nother dynamic to, to marriage and, um, and our relationship really. Mm -hmm. It's just just brought it, I feel like a lot deeper. And now we have this other part of the relationship where, we can talk about spiritual things um, right whereas before this wasn't really like top of mind for us before i was really like getting it more involved so does um, he share your faith then yeah so he actually it's again crazy cuz it's definitely god working through this all but he actually grew up without any sort of faith background at all and mm-hmm. so all of this is very all new. <laughs> new to him. I think he's also a little bit like, what's going on with Rachel? Because, <laughs> But it's been, God bless him, honestly. He has been amazing through it all. And uh, he actually came into the Catholic Church last Easter. Oh, so wonderful. when he went to get married, he went through RCIA, which is another part of I think how God was working with me too yeah. cuz I was his sponsor. And, then and so you could I would be getting go.
0: reeducated, right?
1: Yeah. Exactly. So I would go every week with him. And it was just really nice that um it was really nice to have that time together and to grow as a couple like that. Mm-hmm. Um and then to have it where we are now as I think God's definitely bringing us both on a journey and yeah. seeing where it kind of is, is going to go next. So. Right.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. And, and I love the beautiful thoughts you've shared about marriage as a vocation and understanding it in that way. Um, but I know a lot of people that listen to Girlfriends are actually single women. I hear from them all the time. I hear from young women in college who are listeners and women who've graduated college and they're single and maybe not even necessarily wanting to be, wondering what's God's plan and when does it start, right? Because mm-hmm. there's that kind of frustration sometimes when you, you feel like you're called to marriage, but the, the circumstances aren't right yet. You're not meeting the right person. Um, do you have any words of advice to offer somebody who might be in that stage of life, just waiting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know that that's very real, especially today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's so prevalent. Um, I mean, I was fortunate that I, I did meet Jeremy when I was young. I met him when I was still in high school. And so we've really grown up together in a lot of ways. Um, but I would say just now knowing God and how he works um, is that you're in God's plan right now, you know, like every morning when you wake up, mm-hmm. it's 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 part of his plan. And to realize that and to engage with that um, and to trust in that. And I guess when you have a nudge, like like when I, you know, had this nudge for this woman's Bible study that I wanted right. or these Catholic women that I wanted. And I remember being like, when am I going to meet Catholic woman? Because this is just like so hard alone, you know? Yeah. Um, but then feeling that nudge to, hey, how about you look for a Bible study? Or how about you look in Portsmouth down the road, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, 30 minutes away. Um, and so, and then I did it and I stepped out. And that's where I met, you know, all these women. now I have this group and community of Catholic women, which I was like, I had no idea this existed, you right. know, but, but I stepped out. I followed what I felt like the nudges were, were leading me. And I was living in the moment in that day, not knowing at all that that was how he was trying to answer a prayer of mine. Right. And so that's, that's what my advice would be is just like, you know, have the daily prayer time. And then when you're feeling these nudges on your heart, like a little desire, like, oh, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should volunteer or maybe I should do, you know, whatever it might be that's on your heart. Just do it because he might be trying to answer prayers through that um, yeah. inspiration.
0: Oh, I think that's such great advice. And, it, and you're you're obviously very much in tune with what the Holy Spirit wants to be working in you and through you. So that's such mm-hmm. sound advice. And it reminded me actually, as you're describing, listening to those nudges of um, have you read any father Jacques Philippe?
1: Yeah, that's so funny you say that. I'm actually working through um Searching for a maintaining peace right now. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's, good. That's one so of my so favorites.
0: Um, if you haven't already, you should read *In the School of the Holy Spirit* because oh, it's yes. exactly along the lines of what you're just talking about. I, I can't recommend that one enough. And part of what he shares in that book is listening to those nudges, and when you respond to those nudges, that then the Holy Spirit uh, will will work with you more. And you know, praying to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit first and foremost. But then, when you feel that little nudge, like just step out in faith, respond to it, you know, and that leads to hearing it, hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit more and more clearly as you make that a habit inside of not just your prayer life, but in your everyday life, you know, because we all have those moments. If you're, if you're not tuned into it, you could miss it. Right. But if you are sort of practicing that habit of being tuned in and responding, when you do feel that nudge, I think that God really rewards that.
1: Yes. And it's so fortifying because then you start to see it happening in your life and, and he's responding and you're just like, whoa, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> like when I, when I, when I started, um, with this friend, when we started this Bible study, uh, another nudge that I had was just like, cause we were going to this one down the road, you know, 30 minutes away. A nudge I had was just reach out to mm-hmm. your, your local parish, see if they need one locally. Right. Um, And I remember, yeah, I just kept feeling that nudge, kept feeling that nudge. Finally, I just was like, okay, I'll do it. I did it. (laughs) I emailed cold and literally within a minute, the person responded and said, I was just praying for someone to reach out to start a ministry. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is... (laughs) Just the Holy, I don't know how else to explain, but, but yes, just, just follow those inklings because right then through that group, he's answered so many prayers that I was seeking. So yeah. Amazing.
0: I love that. Now. Okay. So you, you've been working on this podcast. You've been working on this ministry, bringing other women together. Who's inspiring you besides the Holy Spirit, right? So do you have Mm -hmm. like a favorite saint that you look up to or a real life mentor in the faith? Is there someone you want to share about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, oh my gosh. I mean, all of the Catholic women that are out there, you included, <laughs> Blessed Is She, they're yeah. amazing. Uh, Claire at The Catholic Feminist, Biting Together, their podcast. I oh, mean, I love that one. Just, I don't know where I would be without all of that. Um, and I lean on that every week, you know, to be, to be um, feeding me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and helping me in the spiritual life. But then also, um, yeah, I would say saints have been such a big part of my, uh, my journey too. It's so funny how you don't even seek them, but right. they'll find you and they'll, they'll, they, <laughs> they will find you. you yes, and stalk you until you notice them. And, uh, they'll keep popping up in all <laughs> sorts of places. Uh, so yeah, so I'll definitely have to shout out uh, Saint Therese of Lisieux. She right. is work. She's at work up there. <laughs> she, if you are worried about a situation or somebody or something, um, ask for her intercession. It's so powerful, and she mm-hmm. is so right next to you, uh, right. and, and she's she'll so answer. Real. Yeah. yeah. I yes, I, I so. always feel
0: encouraged with her in particular because we have her actual words of her saying she wants to spend her heaven doing good on earth. So yeah. like, that's like built in, right? It's like guaranteed. Yes. She's going to listen to you. So. Uh, that's yeah. And I love
1: how she, like how she said she, she's going to like send down roses and mm-hmm. it's so true. It's so true. We, I, uh, part of my early on, I ended up, my sister and I found the novena, for her and that was mm-hmm. the first novena I ever did and we happened upon it by chance and we did the nine day novena and um, she sent us roses and oh it was God. just such a such a great experience. So yeah, yeah I would definitely recommend leaning on her. She's, mm-hmm. she's awesome.
0: Yeah, oh, so great, so great. Um, all right, well, before we run out of time, I do wanna ask you this question because you end each of your shows by asking your guests to share a favorite scripture passage or one that has particular meaning for you throughout your life, or one that's just been speaking to you recently. And I wanted to ask you for yours.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, And it's funny you asked this because this was actually the verse that I had actually found, I think, totally out of context of the Gospels. I had just found the little snippet that was, um, learn from the way the wildflowers grow, which I think (sighs) in a different translation is from Matthew. Right. Sure. Yeah. And I think I came across that like on someone's blog or something. And I just, I loved that. And then I yeah. realized, you know, years later that that was scripture. Right. And oh, that's really How cool. beautiful that that yeah. was God again, working, working uh, to reach me. But, um, and so when I did open up Matthew, I started with that verse. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I want to find where that is and read like around it. Um, yeah. and I think that's a great tip, too, for anyone who maybe it hasn't dove into scripture, you know, start with one that maybe has always kind of rattled around in your head and stuck with you. Um, and so, yeah, so it's Matthew 6, 25 through 34. It's kind of long, but um, it says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add one cubit to his span of life? And why are you so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be yours as well. And it's just like a mic drop. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Course. It's so, so good and so comforting and um just so beautiful. And I think it connects so beautifully with, with nature mm-hmm. and I love to just, yeah, sit in nature and, and think about um, it's such a great way to connect with God. And so I love how he kind of brings all those things in and relates it to Life, life today, and then again, especially in today's like culture and just busyness and the pace of life, um, to be able to sit with that and just know that truth of it is just so comforting. So,
0: yeah. Oh, beautiful! One of my favorites as well. There's just so many money quotes in there, like, you know. (laughs) And I, I love that it's so reassuring, though. I love to think about Jesus actually speaking those words and how gently and lovingly He wants us to know those things. Like mm. God, God knows what you need. You know, sometimes that's all I need to remember yeah. <laughs> because we can, when we think it's all on us, we, we kind of forget that God is there providing for us. And so that's such a beautiful passage to read in a time of anxiety, for sure. Yes.
1: Yes. And that, that, that was too, when I first started reading it, I remember even just, yeah, the five minutes of silence mm-hmm. a day. I remember it being so refreshing because it's just right. like, the whole rest of your day is just craziness. I mean, that's just what we live in right now. So to be able to just sit with Jesus, with God for five minutes and, and read scripture, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah. There's nothing else in our world that's like that. So yes, definitely. Well, girlfriends, if you don't take anything else away from this conversation, know that you need those five minutes and that you can so start right there. Well, my guest today has been Rachel Smith from the To Grow Good podcast. You can learn more about her, her ministry, her work on the podcast. Check out the podcast at To Grow Good good.com we'll have that linked up in the show notes which are always available at ascensionpress.com. rachel i want to thank you for coming on girlfriends and sharing so beautifully and so openly about your own story and your own journey here today
1: thank you so much for having me this was so much fun
0: loved it loved it we've got more coming up so don't go anywhere but first we're going to take a quick break i'm danielle bean and you're listening to the girlfriends podcast
2: Hi, I'm Sonya Corbett, the Bible Study Evangelista and a Baptist turned Catholic. As a Baptist, I thought that Catholic beliefs were invented, that they came out of nowhere and had no connection whatsoever to the Bible. I also happened to believe that the Old Testament was about rules, rituals, and sacrifices that the New Testament gave us permission to ignore for a personal relationship with Jesus. It's a long story, but as God began connecting the Old and New Testaments for me, I was stunned by the beautiful consistency of God in the Catholic Church. I can't tell you how exciting it was when God opened my eyes to the incredible ways the Old Testament foreshadows God's plan for the New Testament and for His Catholic Church. In my book, Fulfilled, Uncovering the Biblical Roots of Catholicism, I explain these amazing connections, and I share how those connections helped change my life. If you read this book, I promise that you will come away with tools to help you share your Catholic faith easily, answer questions about how your Catholic faith fits with what's in the Bible, and most importantly, grow deeper in your relationship with Christ. If you're interested in learning more or ordering a copy of Fulfilled, Uncovering the Biblical Roots of Catholicism, you can do so at ascensionpress.com or on Amazon. Welcome back. Now, before we have to go,
0: I just want to make one small request of you. In addition to the feedback, which I always am begging you for, if you want to send me feedback, if you want to send your own questions or topics for me to take up here at Girlfriends, you can always send those to me at Danielle at DanielleBean.com. But the one request that I want to make of you is if you enjoy what we do here at Girlfriends, if you enjoy listening to the Girlfriends podcast, probably somebody else in your life also would enjoy it. So would you consider sharing it? You could share it on your social media. You could just text the link to a friend. You could, in real life, let somebody know that you enjoy listening to the podcast. Or another alternative is you could give us a review at iTunes. That's actually hugely helpful in helping to build up our community of listeners here at Girlfriends. So if you just click, over to iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast, whatever platform you use, and leave us a rating and review there. That would be hugely helpful to us. Now, someone who recently did that is Loves to Read Michelle, who left a review titled A Wise Soul. Loves to Read Michelle wrote... Listening to Danielle is like having a warm cup of coffee with a very wise friend. Wisdom just oozes from her words, but in such a friendly and loving manner. She is not afraid to gently share her own humble struggles while dispensing advice, which allows others to feel comfortable while being encouraged. Thank you, Danielle, for these podcasts. You are truly a blessing to all of us on our walk with the Lord. So I want to thank you, Michelle, for leaving that review for Girlfriends, and I'm really encouraged by it because what you describe is exactly what I hope to do with every episode here at Girlfriends. Walk that line, that balance between encouraging and supporting you, being welcoming to people from all different ages and stages of life, all different places in their faith, but then also be encouraging you to consider ways in which we can all do better. Because I think we all need that reminder sometimes. So that's really what I hope to do here in every episode of Girlfriends. So if you are, have the opportunity to leave us a review like Michelle did, we would be so grateful for that. Another way I would love to be able to connect with you outside of the podcast is on our Facebook group. And the Facebook group is exclusive only to those people who listen to the podcast. So if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash GirlfriendsPodcast podcast or go to the ascensionpress.com show notes. They're always available there. You can always just click over in the link from there to get to the group. You can access a private group. You can request to join. And once you're approved, you'll be in. And it's a nice way for us to be able to connect outside of the podcast because, you know, when I'm sharing here, it really feels like a one-way street. But when I can connect with people on Facebook, when you send me your emails, then I can know how the show is helping you in your life, what ways in which I could be more supportive to you, what things you're struggling with, what what kinds of topics would you like to hear here. And so you being a part of that m- group on Facebook is a huge help to me, but I'm also hopeful it's a help to you because it gives you access to the other awesome people who listen to Girlfriends. And just because we have that in common, I feel like is enough of a basis for us to be making meaningful connections online. And so far, I've really enjoyed the conversations that have been brought up there. I really appreciate it when people will send a note on the Facebook group about um, a recent show, but more than that I love it when people will just use it to ask their own questions and bring forward some of their own challenges that they're they're facing and then other people in the community have the opportunity to chime in, share their experiences and be encouraging and supportive of one another. So that's a beautiful kind of outreach of this ministry that we've begun here through the Girlfriends podcast. I'd love for you to be a part of it. If you can't remember all that complicated URL, do not worry. Just text the word girlfriends to three. 777 And then you will get the show notes for every episode of the Girlfriends podcast sent directly to your inbox and you will never miss a show. So how great is that? Text the word girlfriends to 33777. I'd love for us to stay connected in that way. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for being part of today's show. Thank you for joining me here for this important conversation with Rachel. I hope you're going to head over, check out all that she has to offer. I want to thank Rachel also for being part of today's show. But thank you for being here. If you are listening to the Girlfriends Podcast, you have been prayed for. I am grateful for your presence here every week. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week.